At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Tonight on Gay XYZ, we're going to discuss the pride flag, um, also uh, the officer in the Philando Castile shooting was found not guilty. We're going to discuss that. Um, Ricky Martin is going to be in a new Versace biopic. That's going to be interesting. And, of course, we have all much more of the topics and all that bullshit to talk about. By the way, today is June 22nd, 2017. All that and more tonight on Gay XYZ.
Hi, everybody. Welcome to KXYZ. Thank you for joining us tonight. It's Thursday, June 22nd. Hey, Jason, how are you tonight? What's going on? That was Heart by Pet Shop Boys, a song I love and a group I love from a long time ago. But anyway, they're still around making albums every year. But anyway, everybody, that was Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, I was just going to ask you. I was like, who was that? Okay. Pet Shop Boys. You've heard of them, I'm sure. I've heard of them. I just didn't know the song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard lots of their songs. They've had many, many hits. You've heard West End Girls. West End Girls. in that song? Oh, my God. No. I forget you're black. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the show. It's, like I said, Thursday, June 22nd. It, we're um, talking tonight about, you know, typical uh, gay XYZ stuff, just gay stuff as usual, and some stuff that's not so gay. Um, but if you want to call in during the show, you can call 214-377-0481, or you can Skype us uh, directly at uh, by Skyping to Off Limits Show. If you want to do that, that's the name of my show. That's why we just use the same, same Skype account because it's easier. Um, anyway, so if you want to call in, feel free. Also, you can tweet us at uh, on Twitter at off, uh, excuse me at GayXYZ uh, Show. Also on Facebook, XYZ Show. And also um, somewhere else. We're somewhere else too, aren't we? Oh, Spreaker. S-P-R-E-R-A-K-E-R. <laughs> if you want to join the chat there live in Spreaker.com, you can go there. Go to Spreaker.com, look up GayXYZ Show, and there's a live chat there. You can want to chat with us through the show if you like. Anywho, so... Um, we have to talk about some things tonight, one of mm-hmm. which is um, about the pride flag. We definitely have to talk about that because we need to talk about it last week. We didn't have a show last week. So I talked about it on the Off Limits show, but I wanted to see what your take was on it, and then, uh, then I'll chime in. So what do you think about it? First, let's tell everybody what we're talking about in case they don't know. Do you want me to do that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so everybody, the, I'm sure most of you know, or all of you probably know, but there is a big brouhaha right now about the gay pride flag. Now, the gay pride flag is the rainbow flag. It's got the six bars, you know, and I think it's like yellow, uh, yellow, blue, red, magenta, and like, I don't know, whatever, purple, green, I think. Anyway, and so um, that flag has been that way since like 1978, since it was created. For the most part, it's been exactly the same. And um, now in Philadelphia, uh, there's a gay and lesbian or a gay and lesbian group. I think it's a like a resource center type thing or something. I'm not sure. But there's a group of p- gays and lesbians there that are, um, are lobbying to have lobbying, you know, within the gay community. I mean, to have uh, two additional bars added to the gay pride flag uh, to represent the uh, racial minorities in the gay and lesbian, bi, transgender, questioning, intersex and ally community so uh brown and a black bar and so there's a lot of um controversy about this some people say it's a great idea and should be included and other people say it shouldn't so what do you think about that jason um i'm kind of in the middle with this and i'm going to explain why okay so I can understand. Okay, I can I can possibly see why they want to add black and brown to the pride flag because yeah, um, I feel like well, well, not me, but minorities feel like they are generally excluded in the gay community. Like there are there, I mean, there are people mm-hmm. in the gay community who really try to exclude minorities from the gay community. Like for example. I've seen and heard 
um, of, you know, white people who just don't want have anything to do with people of color in the gay community, you know, that type of thing. And then plus, you know, just within the past month or so, you had the bar in New York City that was an all white bar and they didn't want anyone of color. And then the people that did color did come in there. They treat them pretty shitty. So it was like, in one way, I can see why they are doing that. But then on the other end, I'm just like, the same time the pride flag is supposed to be universal, but at the same time, I guess people don't feel like it's universal. They feel like it's kind of aimed towards one particular group of individuals. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it, but it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of like, what I, I, I see, I mean, I see what their intention is on doing it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, why add those on there for racial, you know, for, you know, racial minorities or whatever the case may be. If, if, you know, the gay community in general, not, not everyone, I'm not, not saying everyone in the gay community, but you do have a small percentage of people in the gay community who has, don't want to have anything of, don't have anything to do with people of color in the gay community. So it's yeah. like, right. Uh, it's, it's like, I'm kind of straddling the fence. Like I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, well, on both sides, you know what I mean? No, because <laughs> I, I, I don't think that this issue makes any sense. I mean, my, my take on it is that I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me to add a black or, and um, brown bar to the gay and lesbian or GLBT, whatever, flag, which has been a rainbow for so long because uh, a certain segment of the gay and lesbian population feels like they aren't represented. So I think also you have to, I mean, you have to be aware that there are transgender people who feel the same way that uh, racial minorities sometimes feel in the gay community, that they are not considered to be part of their same movement and also excluded. A lot of people exterior to the gay community as well as in the gay community sometimes feel like the gay community is only about gay white men. And to some extent, that has been true. And then the reason that is, I think, is because the movement began in you know the 60s or whatever, and they the gay white men who helped to begin that and like the Castro and that kind of place and in New York city and stuff like that. I'm not saying they began it. I'm saying that they were the most visible, I should say initially because they had jobs and stuff. They had some money or whatever that they could afford to lose their jobs or whatever. My point is they had the ability to be out there in front where people who were minorities had a lot more to lose because they were already oppressed and they were, it's already difficult for them to, you know, be, any, to just to be themselves as being a racial minority, much less to be gay as well, and then also have that as well. So my point is, is that that's one reason people feel that way. And they're, but they're right. Uh, gay white men um, do dominate the culture, the GLBT culture, and I think that's wrong. Um, but I also agree with you when you say I understand the reason why they feel the need to do this. Yes, but there absolutely is racism in the gay community no doubt no doubt no doubt you know that i know that people who are white know that people who are people who are hispanic know that whatever people know this but you know no no blacks or no whites or no or whites only or whatever on their profiles and things no like asians that. no asians no, no fats no thems, whatever all kind of bullshit <laughs> which is all internalized you know hatred basically but anyway whatever that that's a whole other conversation but that is that is true but this, my point is, is that by adding two bars 
to the rainbow flag. The rainbow flag is already, I've said this in my post before in my show, is inherently multifaceted already. A rainbow represents, um, you know, multi-whatever it represents in the first place. So if you have a gay pride flag that is rain- a rainbow, it already represents everyone in the in the community. Racially, sexual, you know, sexually, uh, gender, everything. And so it's unnecessary to have a literal translation of that. And if you're going to add a black bar and you're going to add a, a brown bar, you're going to add a you got to add a white bar. If you're going to be equal, if it's about that. Of course, white people are not oppressed in this country, but I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying, however, that you have to be equal about it. You can't just say it's just black and brown people that matter. Well, if it's really about adding equality in the race and you're going to and you want to, sig- to signify everybody racially, you got to add a white one too. So, I don't think it makes any fucking sense. And I think it's I think it's a ridiculous uh, way to try to um, solve a problem because that doesn't solve anything by adding these two bars to this flag. The flag has been what it's been. I also said in one of my posts recently, I said, you know, if people think you have to be represented by an icon of something, iconography in this sense, this rainbow flag, which represents the gay pride movement, if you think that you have to always be represented by everything and every flag or whatever, the United States flag should be, in that case, should have a black bar and a brown bar and, and, and I don't know, a fajita for the Mexicans and a, I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, it's just like, should be, and all the white people should be represented on there and the black people and everybody else. So it's just stupid for people to act as if this is going to solve the problem. So I think it's a stupid thing, personally. This is my personal opinion. I think it's – I understand where they're coming from, like you said. It is necessary to address this issue, but this is not the way to do it, and it's not going to achieve a damn thing by doing so. What is it going to achieve if they add two bars to the flag? Satisfaction. That's the only thing I can think of. For for who? Those people? Yeah, for minorities. Well, Satis- the minorities that are interested. Yeah. Satisfied that they are represented in the gay community. You really think that that is going to? Well, make no, no. Them I mean, I mean, as far from a visual standpoint, but at the end of the day, they're still not really going to care. That's my I point. mean, the people who. That's my point. I have no interest. It's in not so. going to make a difference. It isn't going to make right. any fucking difference. So it doesn't make any sense to do it. So I just think it's dumb. I think it's a dumb way. It's an, an ignorant, a stupid way, whatever. Ignorance not the right word, but a stupid way to actually go about this. I think that they got uh, publicity and press about it and whatever, and that's good, but I don't think that it is going to solve a fucking thing. So that's what I think. (laughs) So I'm really on one side of the issue. I think that, you know, I'm not in the middle because I understand what you mean by being in the middle, I guess, because you were like, you know, on one hand, I understand what they're saying and I agree with it, and so do I. But on the other hand, you know, does it really make sense for them to add these to the flag when it's not going to change anything? No, I don't think it does. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um and what about okay so are you done with that are you done with that are you done or whatever yeah that's my only thing okay. i just i you know i i mean i mean we're gonna follow up with and see what happens um you know as far as if they're going to add this or not but you know we'll see well and also i you know i've there's been such a big brouhaha about this through the past week or something you know whatever and all these different um, i cannot hear you you can't hear me at all hello you're, it's it's very very faint. I don't know why I'm right here. Hello, hello. <laughs> I can hear you, but you sound very far away. I sound very far away. Hmm. Oh God, I swear. Let me look on here and make sure I can be heard. Hold on a second, because I don't know why I can't be heard because I'm absolutely haven't changed anything. Um. 
Okay, let's I play. can't hear you. Let's see if it's playing. Mirror play. Play, play, play. Play. Play, play, play. Oh, I'm going to check something to make sure it's not on my end. Um, <laughs> Hopefully it's on Jason's side because I don't see any issues here. I can't even hear anything. I can't even hear anything, actually. Let's see. This is wrong. That's the wrong date. There's a live one here. Here we go. Let's see if we can hear me or not. Sorry, people who are actually listening live, if anybody's listening live. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties. Okay. Oh, now I've got to wait for the fucking commercial to end before I can play it, of course. I'm trying to hear if I, anybody else can hear us. So, Anyway, um, what I was trying to say was that, if you can actually hear us, um, that a lot of people who've been making a big brouhaha about this the whole past week, you know, online and groups and things like that. And one guy said, um, um, can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Was I don't it, know what that was. I, I guess it, it was on It wasn't side. on my end. I don't know what that was, but okay. Let's see if we can hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming through perfectly fine on the show. I can, I was listening to it live just now and I, so okay. I, okay. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. That's like okay. technical difficulty. That's what happens when you listen to us live. Okay, <laughs> go on. Uh, anywho, um, so I, I was these groups and stuff were making a big deal out of brouhaha, whatever, and um, I had said that I don't think that the the flag issue is a big deal and blah 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 and all that stuff, and I said it's stupid to make this an issue, and um, I completely forgot my train of thought now. So we can just move on. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had a major point to make, and I completely forgot what it was. So we'll just move on to the next thing. So let's move on to um, the officer shooting that you mentioned. Yes, yes. So for those who've been living, you know, under a rock, um, <laughs> last year, um, Philando Castile, who was pulled over in Minnesota by a police officer, um, legally had a um handgun. He legally had it. He was it was, it was licensed to him. Right. Um, he was reaching for his wallet and he was shot by the police officer, who I think happened to be Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward. Also, by the way, this was also um his girlfriend or fiance at that time. Uh, live streamed it on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. And all that good, you know, well, I don't, I don't want to say all that good stuff, all that unfortunate, that unfortunate situation. So fast forward a year later, um, they, he went to uh, trial and went in front of a jury and judge and all that type of stuff. And they found him not guilty. Here's my, here's the thing I don't understand about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. They find him not guilty. You have him on video shooting this man and he's still found not guilty like it just clearly shows you that no matter what happens the police department is going to back up their own i don't care what yeah. they do yep they're going to back them up but then there's a video circulating today of this white guy who was resisting arrest i mean he was clearly fighting the police yeah never got tased never got shot mm-hmm. they did like they kicked him and punched him a few times, but they never like used deadly force because they never tased him, they never shot him, they never pulled out a baton and beat him with it. It's like it's like he still has his life at the end of the day. So I mean, right? I don't, I don't quite. 
I don't. I mean, I don't understand. I, here's the thing: the judicial system. I've always said the judicial system mm-hmm. is made primarily for minorities. You said I've, it's I've made said that for years. Made for? You mean it exists to punish them, or you mean it? Yes, okay, it's made yeah. to punish minorities. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, because I mean it's. And I, and I also feel like the judicial, the judicial system is tough on minorities. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't, it's just I mean it's I mean well it, listen, I'm just enraged. It's, it's it's not anything uncommon or unusual. It's not like we haven't seen this before, and it happens all the time. But you, I mean, you know what? Why it happens? It happens because of racism. There's institutionalized racism in America. There has been for hundreds of years. Um, you know. Before and after slavery, and and not just with um, um, African Americans, but with people of any color that aren't, you know, Caucasian. And as you know, and we've discussed in the show before, people who are not white are always treated more harshly. I mean, statistically, legal. I mean, you can look this up statistically. If you look at the statistics, people who are have done the exact same crime as someone who's Caucasian have done the same crime and the same kind of, um, you know, um, um, history or whatever. Uh, have been treated very differently, and they've been treated a lot better if they're white than if they're black or Hispanic or otherwise. So, um, and I think part of the fact is that you know you're saying that you think it's set up for the for minorities to be punished. I agree for that if, to a great extent because the prison industrial complex, basically, that it's set up. You know, when they have private prisons and stuff to make money. And um, and the private and the prisons are predom- they predominantly have black and yes. Hispanic inmates. Yes, and they want that's the majority of the population. And they prison. do not want to rehabilitate them because if they rehabilitate them, they lose that money. Because if they actually go through prison and they come out, they say they get out in five years, ten years, whatever. They come out, they want them to have to commit another crime, and they so they can come right back in. So they keep getting that money and get paid for all that, and that's how they make the money. And so if a judge for example, and this has been proven as well, there are many judges, and this is illegal. Well, it's, it's unethical, I should say. It should be illegal. Uh, there, there's a case with a judge in San Francisco or some other, some, I think San Francisco or somewhere in Modesto, California or something like that, who had a black male in front of him whom, as I said earlier, whom had done nothing more than what another white male had done previously in the same exact case, uh, whom was sent to prison for life. I can't remember what they did. But the white guy was sent to, sent to prison for like ten years or something like that, I mean, or like five or ten years. And not only that, the prison that they were both sent to, the judge held stock or some sort of uh, fiscal interest in, and so he was. Oh, I remember something. Yeah, like he was he was having people whom he was sentencing ending up in his the prison that he had a vested interest in. Yeah, and he was getting some type of kickback off of that, yeah. right? Well, yeah, he yeah, I, I remember something like that, yeah. Yes, and so this is not the only time that that has happened. This has happened many, many times. It happens every day. And How can you sleep at night knowing people give as a, a judge that you were sending people away for stuff that really doesn't require any prison time because they don't have just a so fucking, that you can get a fucking check they don't the have a fucking the conscience they only give a fuck about money and there's a lot of people especially republicans uh who only care about money and nothing else so and i there was a uh a thing i saw a video i saw on facebook this week actually about how you know americans there's like um i can't remember what the number was but it was, it was like millions i can't remember of, of people in, in prison and uh whereas in in the netherlands they have 
so few prisoners that they they have to ship prisoners in from the Norway and other other countries. And the reason that there's so few prisoners is because they rehabilitate them. So when they're in prison, they actually give them things to do and actually learn and study and you know things like that instead of just punishing them in the sense of like their their freedoms restricted. Yes. But they they actually are utilizing that time, forced to utilize that time for something productive that was productive for society. So when they get out, they want to contribute to society, and they can, and they're prepared. The problem is people here in America, when you come out of prison, you're exact same same situation you were in when you got in there. So if you had right. no education when you went in there, you don't have an education when you get out of there. So what the fuck are you supposed to do when you get out? You have five bucks in your pocket and no one to help you. I mean, you go steal or do something right. illegal. But there's there's a statistic. Well, not a statistic, but there are some numbers out on this, and they are saying that according to a study, they are saying that 67.5% of inmates who are released from prison are normally right back in there within the first three years and after, they, after they've been released. And that's the way they want it. That's the way they want it. And that's why people so, say – That's system, a high number, 67%. Yes. That's like That's like – over half of the ones that's that failing. Right that's a big failure. That's why people say the system is rigged because it is rigged. And people, especially people who are, are white and have no real knowledge or understanding. I mean, I've never been to prison and I don't have any knowledge or understanding firsthand in the count or anything. But I, I, I've educated myself on this and I've read about it and you know through many different um, things and seen many documentaries about it and, and everything else. So I've educated myself about this to some degree. And people who are Caucasian often say, "Oh, well, they just you know you know people like that just they're just trash and they just come they you know they need to be stay in prison or whatever." And they think that it's, it's it's a good thing that these people keep going back into prison, but they don't understand that there's a systematic uh, there's a system working against them. Whether Plus, you're, you're paying those tax dollars to you have them in there people yes that's right and also it doesn't matter if you're black or white or hispanic whatever if, if the system's against you is if you're poor period if you're wealthy you can afford typically to get out of almost anything with the right the right lawyer right. or whatever you're right because i mean even here in texas in fort worth you remember that that 16 year old kid oh god that was in an accident killed four people in yes. the car and he only got probation or something yes. like that. yes yes Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and he was white. He was some white kid. I'm no, like, it was, it was been... more than that, Jason. He went in front of the judge, and the judge said, "I can't remember the term they used for it. He used for it, but something about the fact that he was he was too privileged and too white to be stay to go to prison, and he wouldn't survive or something. So they so they just let him out. <laughs> that would have been my let, well, that would have been my black ass in front of the judge. If it, you, I, they would have given me, they, they would have given you put the me book. in and threw away the fucking key. That's right. I'm sorry to say that, but you know what? You know as well as I do that that's right. If it had been you in the same exact situation, because what he did is he killed these people. He was drunk and he, and high, and he killed these people, three or four kids, or his same age. And and he got out of his truck and he looked at them. He saw them lying there dead, and and some of them you know wailing for help. And he got back in his truck and ran and went on anyway. And so, I mean, he's a hit and run, basically, and that's completely illegal and unethical, obviously. It's a horrible thing to do. So he is a fucking disgusting human being. And then he and his mother fled the country after they he went to Mexico, Mexico or and they finally found them and brought him back. But anyway, but yes, that's exa- that's a great example of how the system but here's it, the thing. treats a white but person. After, after this, you know, they released the dash cam footage, like the official footage of or body cam footage of Philando Castillo, who was shot and killed. 
there and I hate reading comments on Facebook. I really do when it comes to stuff like this. But you still have a small percentage of people that leave comments that was like, "Well, maybe if he didn't move so suddenly, he never would have been shot. Or if he would have done what he was told, he never would have been shot." I'm like, the police officer told him to grab, reach for his wallet, and that's what he was reaching for, and he shot him. Yep. I'm like, so what are you talking about? The boy? Oh, if he would have made any sudden movements, you know. And it seems like the and, and honestly. I'm not, bring, I'm not trying to bring up race when it comes to these comments, but the, when I do read these comments, the comments that were were pretty much going along with the um, uh, that was going along with the um, the, that leaving these comments, you know, uh, being with the police officer or you know, you know, in favor of him or whatever the case may be, uh-huh. they were all white. All of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh well, maybe if he, we we don't ha- we don't have the full footage, but maybe if he didn't make any sudden movements, I'm like, bitch, his girlfriend, or fiance, was streaming this live on Facebook. Like, what are you talking about? That's because there's a mentality that if you're black or Hispanic or whatever, that oh, you're the enemy to them. There's not a lot of them anyway who are racist like that. And oh, you know, you shouldn't have. You scared us. You know, you're scared us. You shouldn't have done that or whatever. And, and the fact is. If the situation were reversed, which they never do that, they never put themselves in a situation. If the situation were reversed and he were Caucasian, it never would have happened, first of all. But if it had happened and he had shot him in the exact same situation, he just reached for his wallet and he told him to reach for it in the first place and killed him, do you think they would have said, oh, well, they, he shouldn't have moved so quickly? <laughs> he shouldn't have moved so fast? No. They would have said, how dare he? There would have been an outrage over that cop. White or otherwise. So, I mean, it's a huge double standard. It's obvious. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it exists. But people don't want – it's called white privilege, and that it's called that for a reason. Because being – the color of your skin, which is all it is, is pigmentation, by the way, less pigmentation than others – gets you a lot more in this country than if you have more more melanin right. in your skin. It's just ridiculous. Which, right. Which would be the perfect segue to the next story. The doctor? Yes. Mm-hmm. So in Canada, this happened in Canada, um, there was a woman who went to a, a walk-in clinic because his son, or her son rather, was having, was complaining of chest pains. No problem. You know, go to a walk-in clinic or whatever. Well, the lady makes a um, an interesting uh, request. She says that she wants to talk to a doctor that is white. She wants a white doctor. She does not want any other doctor of any other race. Her quote was she wanted a white doctor. She did not want a quote-unquote brown doctor, <laughs> or a doctor or a doctor with brown teeth. Brown okay. teeth? Yes. Okay. So then the nurse says, oh, well, if you want to have a want to wait for a white doctor to show up, you got to wait until 4 p.m. Then I guess that's when they have their shift change or that's when the next doctor before that shift comes in or something. I don't know. She's like, oh, well, if you want to have a white doctor and she was being they have video of it. And the way the the nurse was talking to her, it was almost kind of like humorous because the lady was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Well, if you want to wait for a white doctor, you have to wait until four o'clock. And I think when this happened, it was like one o'clock. <laughs> so she was like, well, you just have to wait for three hours, you know, before the next doctor, the what next white doctor comes in. Right. So then this lady goes into all this uprage. And was like, There's not a single white doctor in the building. The lady was like, no. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> like you got to watch the video. But it was like, I mean, it was hilarious, but yet sad at the same time. But 
and then you know she was just and then some, some guy in the background was like well if your son is having chest pains why don't you just take him to the hospital what i mean why would you wait three hours like it could be something serious and that type of thing right so she was just like i don't understand you're targeting me then she had the nerve to say y'all are targeting me and jumping on me because i'm white yeah that's the only reason i can't think of any other reason y'all are receiving services to me because i'm white she's not refusing like, services you can see any doctor you want just you can't see a white one until four and, and, th- <laughs> and that's what that's what the nurse said the nurse said well we have doctors here but you you have a special request you're requesting a white doctor right. that will not be a white doctor here until 4 p.m now if you want to speak with any doctor he could be seen right away mm-hmm. if you want to for a white doctor we one will not be here until four o'clock and then this is see this see some <laughs> white people are just straight up just interesting to me because you go in with this special request then when they can't fulfill that request then you want to say then you have the nerve to say that out of all the shit out there you had the nerve to say they were picking on you because you were white that is a first for me well it's that's white privilege for you she thinks she's entitled she's entitled to get what she wants immediately she wants a white doctor she's white she deserves a white doctor right now how dare you say that i can't have a white doctor i'm white and and, (laughs) exactly and i think at that particular time the doctors that they had on staff they had asian and they had asian indian probably or something it was asian hispanic no asian uh asian hispanic and indian yeah yeah that's so they were all minority doctors they weren't you know white doctors that's because we don't have any america has a really hard time attracting any fucking doctors so we have to we have to ship them in now i mean i'm saying that in a negative (laughs) way i'm saying seriously we literally that's why a lot of people who immigrate here are doctors or or engineers and things like that because we are all fucking stupid here so it's the truth but go ahead right so she and i want to find out who this nurse i wish we can like interview this nurse because i want (laughs) to be like i love the way you were talking to her like you were just giving her like just very blunt, like, oh, if you want to see a doctor, you have to wake up until 4 p.m. Well, that's just the way it was. <laughs> that's just the way it was. I mean, bitch, God. I mean, the why? I mean, oh, Lord. Why? And then, she... and then the nurse was like, well, if he's having chest pains and you know, and the doctor won't be here, and the doctor that you want to see won't be until 4 p.m., she's like, why don't you just take him to the hospital? Right. And she was like, she was like, there's no white doctor at all right now. She was like, no. Wow. That's hilarious. That was in Canada? And this was in Canada, yes. Huh. I didn't know there was a racist I, I, in Canada. I, I, I was shocked. I was shocked. I clearly thought this would have been somewhere here in the U.S. Somewhere in the <laughs> South, most likely. That's funny. Hmm. Interesting. But no, this was in Canada. It doesn't say what province or whatever, but or what city. Yeah. But um, it was just somewhere in Canada. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I guess the racist there too. Which is also kind of weird to me because Canada is also like they're very free with that type of stuff. They're not, you would never hear of anything like that happening in Canada. So it's like, well, not generally. No, I mean, I don't really, I mean, Canadians, I, I don't think of Canadians as generally racist people, but I'm sure there are plenty of racists there. I mean, they're just like, they're racist everywhere in every country, but as a general, general, generalization, no, I don't consider Canadian Canadians to be racist generally like Americans are, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm interested. But I, I just thought that was, I thought that was kind of interesting, funny, mm-hmm. and sad all at the it same is. time. It is. It is. It is sad. That's for sure. It's that commentary. Um, 
Did you uh, hear about? I don't know if you're. I keep forgetting you're like ten years younger than me, so I can't remember how old you. I guess you. Oh, excuse me, I'm seven. I was seven years younger than than me. Sorry, not ten. Well, I'm trying to make myself older. I guess. (laughs) I guess. But no. So I don't know if you you were like all about this when it actually happened, or you remember it. But do you remember when Gianni Versace got murdered in the '90s or early 2000 or 1999? I think it was or something. Do you remember this? Mm. No. Okay. Well, it was a huge deal. And what? Well, I mean, what do you remember? What year was uh, it? Like the early nineties or late nineties? Well, it doesn't matter if you don't remember. But <laughs> well, no, no, because I do remember someone getting murdered, and then the guy. Yeah, I was uh, gonna tell you about it. So yeah, it, um, Gianni Versace. It was in um, nineteen ninety seven. By the way, nineteen ninety seven. Anyway, what happened, so if you don't know, everybody doesn't know, I'm sure you know, but Gianni Versace, you know, Versace, the brand Versace, which was in the the 90s, late 90s especially, Versace was the brand. It was like it, the it brand, you know? Like now it's like Machino or whatever, you know, Prada. They have Versace sunglasses for $15 at the store. Well, I'm talking about the 90s. It was the I know, brand. I know, I know they were the it thing in the 90s, but yes. not anymore. But keep going. But anywho, well, it also in the 90s it was all couture. They didn't have any like now they have haute couture. They have a uh, uh, pret which is ready to wear stuff. You go to the store, and you can buy shit. That's why it's cheap now because they make it en masse. But those days it was almost all couture. So, anyways, very high fashion. Anyway, he was gay and he was uh, murdered because by this guy named Andrew Kananen. And Andrew yes, Kinnanen, I remember that name. Okay, I remember, yeah. yeah, I do remember this. And okay. Andrew Kananen was uh, biracial. I think he was um, Asian and white or something. And yeah. he had a lot of like kind of mental issues. Not like he, he was mentally kind of like off. And wasn't anyway, he gay as well? He was gay. Yes, yeah, so I just said that he was okay. gay. And anyway, so what happens is he ends up going. Um, Gianni, he met he met Gianni Versace at a party or something, and Gianni Versace didn't really pay much attention to him. And Andrew Kananen was like a an escort and kind of was well known in his circles or whatever. And um, usually got See, what he that's wanted. That's the thing, though, because he was actually I, I remember the pictures. He was actually a nice looking guy. Who? Andrew Kananen. Yeah, but what's weird about it? That's why he was an escort because he was good looking. Anyway, so he was escort. He was, I'm not saying he was trying to get it. He was trying to get Gianni Versace to be a sugar daddy, basically, okay? He's trying to get him to do that. And Gianni okay. Versace did not hire him. He didn't want anything to do with him. And so he, he rebuffed him, basically. So it pissed him off. And it wasn't just that. His whole life was kind of going down the, the tubes at the time. And so he blamed Gianni Versace and his fucked up mind and all his people he'd known in the past for all his, his ails and stuff. He's losing money. And he, and he finally had HIV and everything else at the time. He got diagnosed. Anyway, so he goes on this, this killing spree across the country and kills like three gay men, like different places around like, the country. And he ends up in Miami at Gianni Versace's huge mansion uh, in Miami, Be- uh, Miami Beach. And Gianni Versace is going out as he does every morning to get his coffee and his paper. He comes back, he's walking back to his place, and he shoots him on his uh, his doorstep, basically, and murders him. And eventually, Andrew Kanan gets uh, caught. So the reason I'm talking about this, though, is because they are making a biopic. They've already made the biopic about it. And Ricky Martin is playing Gianni Versace's lover. And um, I can't remember who else is in it. There's several other people in it. But anyway, oh, and, oh yeah, Andrew Kanan is being played by Darren Chris from Glee. I don't know if you know Glee, but anyway, the gay guy from Glee, he's playing him. Not the young, not the, not the skinny one, not the, the other one, the dark-haired one. But anyway, so it's coming out, so I think it's going to be really good. You should watch it. If you, if you don't know about the story, it's a very intri- intriguing story about what happened with Andrew Kanan. It's going to be on um, uh, Ryan Murphy's new show, American Crime. 
and this season is going to be the story about Gianni Versace's murder and about Andrew Cunanan and about how it led up to his murder and everything else. So I think it'll be interesting. You should watch it. I know you won't because you never watch anything I tell you to watch, but you should try it. You should watch it. Um, also, but oh, yeah, this was the other thing. Oh, my God. This last week, this whole thing. Okay. Have you ever seen the show Fixer Upper before? Uh, I've heard of it, uh, but I've never seen the episode. Okay, well, I know all about it because one, because it's kind of in my industry and what I do, it's about in design, it's about interior design and you know building houses and shit like that, selling houses. And so, um, uh, and it's also it takes place in Waco. It's filmed in Waco, and uh, they what they do is they find they that's they, Waco, Texas people. Waco, Texas. They find a house <laughs> that's shitty and crappy, and then they um, show them three houses, whatever. Then the couple picks one, and then they fix it up completely, and they move in, and they don't see it till the very end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I think I've seen an episode or two. I, okay. I don't watch it like yeah all okay. the time, but I think I think I've seen an episode or two. Yeah. Well, anyway, my husband is from Waco, and we used to go there all the time before we had a falling out with his family. I had a falling out, but anyway, um, so we used to go down there all the time, and um, so we went to see. There was a house that one of the very first houses they did on the show was called the Shotgun House, and it's this one bedroom house with a loft and this couple just won like a tiny living house but it was only like a thousand square feet but still more than tiny living but anyway it's a really gorgeous house gorgeous kitchen beautiful finishes everything right and it's in a really shitty area at the time but the area it's in uh is being it's kind of being revitalized because uh, joanna and chip Gaines, who were on the show um built this huge uh magnolia bakery there and they built this the silos where they sell furniture and stuff like that bouncing off the show so it's turning over but anyway the point is these people now like six years later or whatever uh they paid i think a hundred they paid five thousand dollars for the land and like a hundred fifty thousand dollars to build the house okay and now they have listed this house for nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars now, this is a 1,000-square-foot, one-bedroom with a loft house in Waco, Texas. I am, Why is it so much? I am licensed here in, in Texas, you know, as a broker, and I have, I'm have a part of the Waco Board of Realtors as well as the Dallas-Fort Worth one, MetroTex. So I know what property is worth <laughs> there, and it is nowhere, especially the neighborhood they're in. You know what you could get for a million dollars in Waco, Texas? I'm telling you, you could you could live like a fucking king, okay? It's not like it's that cheap to live to live there. It's about the same. It's about, you know, maybe 30% cheaper than Dallas. But I'm just saying you could really live like a king. So everybody's like, what? So it was made, made the Dallas Morning News. It made the news and everything else because this house was completely overpriced. And everybody's like, what the fuck are they thinking? And then somebody said, maybe they're geniuses. Maybe they did that on purpose so they could get national exposure to sell their house. And they're going to lower the price to a reasonable rate at the point. Now, maybe, maybe they're doing that, but they, if they really think they're going to get that much money just because they've appeared on a fucking TV show, they're fucking idiots. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. So the, they picked the house. They fixed the house. Yes. Why would you – I mean I, – I don't – Why would you what? I don't understand why they – why would they list it that high? I mean I know you said that's probably why they would do it to get national exposure, but uh-huh. – I don't know. I mean, it's listed by I, Sotheby's. It's listed by Sotheby's, and they were asked by the Dallas Morning News, is this a joke? And Sotheby's says, no, it's not a joke. And so I think somehow they're serious, and they're completely ludicrous – it's a completely ludicrous price, trust me. I mean, what you could get in Dallas even for a million dollars is incredible compared to that house. I mean, it's there's nothing about the house that dictates 
a million dollars. Okay, nothing. Not the location. The house is beautiful. I'm not saying it's not. It's a beautiful house, but it's a shotgun I'm house. I'm sure no one's put an offer in. I'm almost positive no, no one's put an offer no. in. No, but anyway, it's, it's made the news and everything, and I'm sure a lot of people who listen to the show have watched or watched that show because it's a very, very popular show. And so um, – So did they do that at – so I'm assuming they're doing that just for attention plus to give the sh- TV show some credit, I guess. I don't know, but the, Joanna Gaines and Chip Gaines, who are the hosts of the show, aren't happy about th- when people try to capitalize on it. Because what they they did the show and do the show for pe- regular people who want to live in the houses. They don't want just people to sell the houses and make them bed and breakfast or whatever. They want them to actually live there. And a lot of people who've been on the show have started trying to like make them make Airbnbs and you know sell them for you know like this huge exorbitant pricing and whatever, and it's kind of pissed them off. And so they said next season they're going to make it in their contract with the people that they cannot sell the house for like five years or ten years or something like that. Um, That's a good idea. Yeah. I would do the same thing. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting. It's interesting. not even Airbnb because you ain't about to make a profit off of me, bitch. <laughs> no Airbnb. What's wrong no- with Airbnb? That's nothing wrong with it, but it's like, but my thing is, you didn't think about putting, you know, make a profit. Because the thing is, once you fix it up, I have, first of all, I have no problem with Airbnb. So I yeah. love you, Airbnb. So I've used you guys in the past. I love you. I have no problem with Airbnb per se. Yeah. My issue was that the people who try to use it after they've had the house renovated. Oh. And now, because the thing is, they're, if someone rents a room or rents the house out from them, that money's coming to that money's going to the owners. It's not going to no. the host of the show. No, no, no. So it's like, and you, and plus, my thing is, you didn't think of doing this until after your house was renovated. That's what they all do. They all do that because it looks. I'm telling you, they look amazing. They do. They do an amazing job. It's gorgeous. But and they give them all the. I mean, it's just beautiful. And yeah, so when they see the house when it's actually completed, they're just flabbergasted and they think, "Wow, I could get a lot well, of money glad- for this." I'm glad the hosts are doing that. They yeah. should add that into the contracts but when they sign. That's what the I place. read. I don't know if it's true, but that's what I read. But anyway. Well, uh, they should. I mean, if 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 it's out there, then I, I hope that they do because they should. Yes. If that's, I agree know, with the you. Case. I agree with you. I have to tell you a quick story about what happened to me this last week. I uh, got – every time a package comes to my house – I'm like FedEx and UPS, whatever, has a notification that says you have a package coming or on the way or whatever, and you know you can sign for it before you get here or whatever. And so I always know when a package is coming, and so I got these two FedEx uh, notifications, or UPS, can't remember which one it was, that said you have a package coming from Walmart. I was like, I haven't bought shit from Walmart. What the fuck? I said, what's coming for me from Walmart? And so I don't know what it was. And so it gets here, and I open the first box, or the first one's a bag. I open the bag from Walmart, and it's baby clothes. I'm like, what the fuck? And by the way, it has my name on it and my address. So it's coming to the right place and the right person. But I did not order these. It's baby clothes. And then the next day, the other box comes, and it's this fucking car seat for a baby, an infant. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Why am I getting? Who the fuck? What did the you, happened? Did your, did your husband say, was like, <laughs> um, are we? Are you about to adopt a kid? <laughs> no. He's like, I was like, I just, I'm still not confused. Anyway, and so I, what happened is, so I have this thing called myfico.com or whatever, and it alerts you whenever there's anything on your credit report new or anything. And it said I had a new account on my credit report. So I went to my credit report. And it said I had a new Walmart credit card account. Now, I already have a Walmart account, okay? I have a Walmart credit card already. And I – it had a second account that had just opened, like, June 12th or something. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I call 
uh, Walmart, and they said, yeah, this was open. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, it wasn't. I said, why would I open another fucking account? I already have an account. I said, I have an account already. Why would I open another one? Oh, you're right. You do have an account. I was like, yeah, I do. So anyway, it turns out I had to call my like my credit score, I mean, credit um, reporting agencies and everything else and put a fraud alert on my account and everything else because somebody apparently opened a Walmart account with my information. But my weird, the weird thing is, why did they send it to my house? Why did they send it to me? Does that make any sense to you? I don't know, maybe it'll make it look less suspicious, maybe. Well, how know. the fuck were they going to get it? They can't just stalk my house know, until it comes I, here? Listen, I don't know. But I don't, don't you know, think that's weird? I think it's bizarre. I mean, no, no, it's 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 crazy weird, but I I, I, mean, I don't know why they would do that. I don't either. But anyway, so now I've got these fucking baby clothes and stuff. I said, what do I do with this shit? I was like, well, I don't have a fucking baby. I don't want this shit. Just what do I do it. with it? <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. So do I ship it back? I'm like, oh, no, just, you know, whatever. It wasn't very much money, but it was still, I was like, you know, I don't want it. So anyway, that's the first thing. The second thing that happened in this regard was uh, today, uh, one of my credit cards, a new credit card I opened about three months ago or whatever, um, I got uh, a fraud alert on my card, and I called the Citibank, um, and I said, what's the deal? And I said, well, we have these, you know, da-da-da. So I looked at my account online, and I had literally 10 charges from Uber on my card. I've never, ever once used an Uber in my life. And they were like 15 bucks, 70 bucks, 10 bucks, 12, I mean like 15 or 12 charges, whatever it was. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I don't know, somebody got my card or whatever. And so they had to cancel it and they sent me another one or whatever. So I'm like, well, somebody has my information. Somebody has my information and they're using it over and over and over again. So anyway, it's just, it's just, this is like the fourth time. I've had that happen. I mean, I, well, not not like that, but I mean, I've been in situations and then it's like the know. fourth time for me in, in two years. This has happened. I, I saw somebody. It's like the same person. I must be or something. And I'm like, I keep. I have everything you can possibly do to protect yourself, credit wise, everything, and yet. I mean, I keep getting my information. I don't know if I've been out and I've used my card and someone's like used one of those little scanner things or whatever and just like, you know, or maybe a waiter or something took it back there and swiped it. I don't know. But I, I so now I just, I'm still like, I just want to use one card for now. I'm just going to use my American Express card and that's it. <laughs> and I'll just pay, you know what I mean? And that way I know, I always know, because I have so many fucking cards, I don't know which one has been compromised. So now I'll just do that for the rest of my life and not ever use another fucking card. Because I just, I'm just, I'm just really fucking pissed. Anyway, I'm pissed. So I just thought it was weird. I just thought it was weird. So anyway, that's... No, it is weird. It is weird. I want to talk about that. And then the last thing I want to talk about, and I know you've got a couple more topics, but one thing I want to say is um, I am starting a candle line, candle, C-A-N-D-L-E line, wherein I actually create all the scents and everything else. I got all the stuff last week where you create your own candles from a candle wholesaler here locally in Watauga, which is like way out BFE near Fort Worth. Um, And... It's the suburbs of Dallas. Yeah, way the fuck out. Anyway, it's one of the suburbs of Fort Worth. But anyway, um, so I did that. So I'm starting the calendar. And one of the funny things I'm doing is, um, I'm not going to tell you. But anyway, I was going to ask you, do you have a favorite, like, scent that you like, like, candle-wise? I do. What's your favorite scent for candles? Um, I like, okay, so you know when it rains and it's like that fresh rain yes. i love that smell yeah that's a great like, oh, idea it smells like rain yes <laughs> it yes. smells clean and fresh you know what i'm talking yeah. Yeah, yeah okay yeah that's a good idea thank you I'll, I'll make one that like that then so i'll make one like that too but i'm gonna actually sell are you them. gonna give whatever you give one of them to me 
Yeah, I'm actually, I already did the packaging for them. I'm working, oh, okay. I'm working on the labels and stuff. And so when I get everything done and I get the first batch poured and stuff, I'll give you one. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, I got to figure I got to figure out the formula for rainfall. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that's going to be, <laughs> but I got to figure that out. But I'm sure I could find it somewhere. But anyway, um, but yeah, they're made with like essential oils and, you know, and then soy. I'm using soy wax because <coughs> paraffin is oil based. I'm using soy wax and um, they're all going to be hand poured and going to be very fancy. Anyway, I'm going to sell them on my own website and also on, on my, my furniture site as well, but also on my own branded website for, for my name. So um, I'm going to start doing accessories and stuff separately from my furniture because I really want to do stuff that that's just me and branded just me. So anyway, when I get the catalog done, you can have one. You can pick something out for free. Yay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, and all of you listening, if you... If you use the um, discount code <laughs> GAYXYZ, you get 10% off. Good for you. So I'll let you know when that happens. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, before we go, let's talk about the other few things. We had we had on here something about Barbie's boyfriend, Ken. <laughs> so, yes. What's that about? So um, Barbie's boyfriend, Ken, now comes in three body types and seven different skin tones. Yes. That's awesome. I love that. And you know the first thing I thought, you know the first thing that song that popped in my head? What? When I heard this was that little Kim How Many Licks? <laughs> yeah. When she says, I've been in a lot of places, seen yes. a lot of faces. Oh, hell, I've been fucked with different races. That's the first thing I thought about for some I reason. I knew exactly what you were talking about. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's funny. Uh, so, yeah, it comes in different colors. Well, colors. They come in different skin tones. Right. Um, let me pull it. I'm trying to pull it up here. And body types, okay. you said, too? So, like, fat and skinny and muscular? Well, no, it comes It comes in three body types and seven different skin tones. So, um, the three body types are slim, broad, and original. So, I guess slim is slim. Original is just original physique. And I guess broad is, like, a combination of... Stout. Like, Somebody stout. Like, stout. Thick, <laughs> on the thick side. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and it says you can you can also choose from eight different hair colors, nine hairstyles, including a man bun, mm. and various eye colors. And it says the fashion styles range from athletic wear to business attire. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's good that they're doing that because they've had multifaceted or multiracial Barbies for a long time, and uh, yeah. she she can't just date a white guy all the time. Kim's got to be, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess they were just like now. It says following Barbie's twenty uh, diversification in twenty sixteen. Yes. So I guess now they're just like, well, you know, it's a new day, time for start dating other racist people. <laughs> What's well, been happening for uh, ever? But anyway, okay. Uh, that's funny. Well, that's good. That's good though. That's good. I like that idea. And I, they, I'm actually looking at a picture online now of the different ones, mm -hmm. and they're, they're all nice. They, I mean, they all are nice looking dolls. They are. They are. Yeah, I bet they are. I mean, I don't really care for the <clears throat> the one with the man bun though. That's just a personal preference. But my but... question is, my question is this though: like, did they change the facial features, or did they just keep the same Ken doll and just change the skin tone? You know what I mean? No, they have different facial features. So they have more ethnic features and more. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. that's good. Good. Like some some people have. I mean, some of the guys Broader have noses like, or whatever. Um, you know, some of them have like a, you know, like a strong jawline, like a V jawline. Yeah. Some people have like a round face. Some people uh, okay. have like chiseled face. I mean, they they that's have different good. structures. Yeah. Well, see, that's good because you know, not only for girls, but I, when I was a kid, I played with Barbie uh, dolls, but I really didn't have a Barbie. I had a, a Barbie doll. I mean, my, I mean, what guy didn't? But no, I was going to say I had a Ken doll too, and you know, if I had a Ken doll that looked more like me. 
you know, I would have liked that as a kid instead of one that just looked like somebody like my in my family. <laughs> and that was a thing because Mattel was saying that they came out with these because, um, you know, they they wanted someone they know. I guess they finally realized that when they purchased these dolls, a lot of people like to purchase dolls that look like them. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, they were just like, so I guess if you get like a, a Hispanic Barbie you know, and and if that little girl or little boy happens to want a Hispanic kin, then mm-hmm. so be it. Or if, you know, they want to mix up and have an interracial couple. Hey, right, whatever. You know, right. but <laughs> that's good. But that's that's what I think the beauty of it is, is because you have all these choices now. And I and I know, as I'm saying when I was a kid, and you two probably, you know, they did not have diverse uh, Barbies or dolls like that. They were all the same. They were all white, and they were all, you know, what I mean. You just, I mean, they had them, but they were always like off brand and. Would fall apart and shit like that. Right. <laughs> you so know what the, I mean? It reminds me of this, of this thing that they had, this um, thing that they had on John Quinones when he hosted. Yes, uh, I saw. Was, I was just thinking about that. I was going to mention it. Yes, I know. Yeah, uh, when he. What would the, you do? The, 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 the white, uh, the white girl. mother and white child go into the she toy wants store a black and doll. the white girl picks out a black doll. Mm-hmm, yes. And the woman flips <laughs> out because she was like, You should get a doll that looks like you. She was like, Nope, but I like her because she she's has pretty. Curly hair. Blah, 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 she's whatever. like, She's pretty. She's yeah. like, she has curly hair. I don't have curly hair. Some, I mean, and then sometimes you get girls who want to get a doll that, you know, that wish they had the features that they did, or right. vice versa. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, like the girl said that she wanted, she liked the doll because she had curly hair. Right. But she was like, "You should get a white doll." I, I was like, "Bitch, shut up! Let that girl get what she wants." <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> because if I was, if I had a kid, if I had a daughter. And you know she happened to want to get a doll of a different race. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh, okay, get it if that's what you want, get it. Well, people, people, uh, <laughs> I just it's just annoying. People are just try they try to control kids and they try to make them what they think. The thing is, kids, you know, you come out of the womb, you don't have a racial bone in your body or a belief system. It's taught to you, and so and not just racism, but in general how things are supposed, quote unquote, supposed to be. Like, oh, whites are always with whites or blacks with the blacks or whatever. And and in some some communities that's what they believe. And so that woman apparently is part of one of those communities that just believes, oh, well, you're white, so you should have a white doll. It doesn't matter if she thinks she's pretty and oh my god, does that threaten her because she thinks she's pretty and she doesn't want a white doll? I, I mean, yeah, I just know. remember that the mother flipped out. She yes. said, You should get a doll that looks like you. Yes. She was like, But she's pretty and has curly hair. And this girl was not budging. No, I know. <laughs> so it was well, like, she was an actress, so Right, right. I know. I know <laughs> but I mean but I mean that happens in everyday life though, where little girls are like, sure But does. I want it because she's pretty, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um oh then so yeah, but that was that. So also Here's okay. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So they are considering little Lionel Richie to be a judge on American Idol, and I have a huge problem with this. First of all, I don't watch American Idol, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel like here's the thing. I feel like American Idol has run its course, and they should just cancel the show. I don't know why they're trying to. They beat, did cancel the show, bringing it back. But I, I I don't understand. But why though? It's like I feel like they're beating a dead horse with this. Well, we being a dead horse with that 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 point cuz we've talked about that a million times. Anyway, continue. Why don't you want Lionel Richie on the show? I just I don't I don't feel like it's a good move for him. Like he like he's a legend and an icon. Like I don't feel like You don't think Mariah Carey is a legend and an icon and you don't think she you don't think um JLo is a legend and an icon and also I mean, I do. Paul Abdul. I, I mean I do. But I mean th- yeah, I mean I he is a legend and an icon. I do like that, but 
I, I, don't, I just don't think it's a good career move. I mean, for God's sakes, they're going to have Katy Perry as a judge. Now, that really upsets me because I'm just like, bitch, you've been out here for all of like 20 minutes. She like, has been out be- here for like uh, 11, 12 years. I mean, she can't say to me. I feel like here's my thing. <laughs> if you're going to have a judge on American Idol, get someone who knows how to fucking sing. Katy Perry cannot sing. I mean, she can hold a good job. I mean, she, she can, can hold a, a little bit of a note. And she can, um, you know, she has some cute ch- songs or whatever. You're too but harsh. She's no, You're just too she's harsh. She's no icon. And that album she has out now called Witness, uh-huh. that shit is fucking trash. I don't know who. I listened to that album in my car yesterday, yesterday and day before yesterday. That shit is just all over the place. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what is your theme to this album? Because I'm like, your songs are just all over the place. She's just trying something different. You're so just mental. My God. No, no, but no. If you, no, listen to the album. I have the listened album, to the album. The, I have. The album, the album is trash. The only. The I'm only not saying I like, I like it. I'm just saying that artistically, it's it's okay. I just don't think it's that great commercially. I, feel, I just feel like she's she's came out with better albums. Okay. Like this one, just I know she's doing something different, and yeah, she's killing me with that whole tired ass Hillary Swank look with that haircut. It's just like. I don't know. I'm just I'm just disappointed with her. I'm like the only song that I really like that I, well, I ain't gonna say really like. I think the only song that is somewhat okay is that Swish Swish that she did with Nicki Minaj right. and that'll be played out by <laughs> the end of the month. And then <laughs> um that chain to the rhythm. Uh, yes, that's okay. it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. The rest of that shit is straight up trash. I'm sorry. That's just my personal opinion. I think the album is trash overall. Okay. And I feel she got that tired ass Hillary Swank look. I'm not feeling it. (laughs) Okay, then. Well, anything else you want to say? I feel better now. Okay. (laughs) You want to talk about, I don't know, something about some claws or some shit. You want to talk about cats and claws or something? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so do you watch Daytime Divas on VH1? No, I don't. Okay. It's hilarious. It has Vanessa Williams, Tashina Arnold. um, Oh, this is the one that's supposed to be The View? Yeah, Based yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I've never well, watched they, it. I've like, heard of yeah, it though. Yeah, yeah, it's it is hilarious. Okay, you should watch it. Um, I probably will. It's I've been watching. I've been recording on DVR. Wait, what channel is it watch. on? Lifetime? No, come. You think a show like this will come on Lifetime? With I that thought you said shit? Lifetime. What? No, <laughs> it comes on VH1. Oh, VH1. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then our <laughs> clause comes on TNT. Okay. That one stars Niecy Nash. Well, she's the only one I really know. And Karuchi Tran, who who's the girl who used to date Chris Brown back in the day. Um, that's a really good show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really like that show. You, it, it's interesting. Anyone who watches Daytime Divas or Claws, or if, you, if you're not watched it and want to watch it, you should. Daytime Divas is hilarious. Okay. Um, Claws is more of like a drama suspense. <laughs> thing which i like as well uh-huh. um but uh, but but i'm a fan of niecy nash as well i've been so am i following her you know i've been following her since where she was way back on Nine, reno 911 as rainisha williams <laughs> yes she's hilarious did you ever see you probably i bet you didn't watch her on the uh showtime show though did you uh what's it called nurses no what was it called Oh my God! Oh uh, no, I did watch that. Was getting on, I, getting on. Yes, I love that show. I'm surprised you watched that show. I didn't think it'd be your kind yes, of thing. Yes, it was. It had Lloyd Metcalf and yes, yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> what's the Hispanic guy's name? Um, I think his real name is like no his name, but the the fatter guy, the bigger guy. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his name, but yeah. He's been a lot of movies and TV yes, shows. Yes, he has, yeah. But no, I I watched that. It was on for what, two seasons? And also it had it had uh oh, Bornstein. What's her name? Alex Bornstein. Or Alex Bornstein. Yes. Yeah, she she plays the voice on um Family, of, family um, Guy. Um what's the name of Family Guy? Yes. Yes, she does. And um, uh, she was also on Mad <clears throat> TV. Yes, she was. I love her. She's funny. Um before we go, let's talk quickly. If you watched uh, Potomac this week, did you watch it? Yes. Uh, you know, I'm getting bored with Potomac. Well, first of all, I have to say, I like Monique. I do like Monique. I like her. I do. I do like Monique. I, I do. didn't I didn't know if I was going to like her at first, but I actually like her. She seems real, and I like that. And she seems just like, you know, whatever, bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, I like her. And then, But I have gotten my fill with fucking Karen. And... Uh, with uh, Giselle's getting on my nerves a little bit now too, but Karen see? and, and Sharice, yeah, I'm not the only yeah, one. yes, you're not the only one because I <laughs> I bitched at you about Giselle, I, but that was the beginning of the season. But now I see, I mean, no, she's I'm, like, no, I, well, uh, yeah, beginning of this season, yes. yeah, but yeah, okay, she's 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 playing out a little for me, but um, and sure, Sh- Sh- what's her name, Sharice, Sharice, yes. I don't like her, but this last episode I was okay with her, but usually I don't like her, but she's okay this last episode. But anyway, Karen Huger. I don't know what. First of all, this funny thing is, I'm on a group now that has like a Potomac Housewives group on Facebook, and people talk about it and shit. And um, people were talking about her fucking wigs. They are so <laughs> bad. They were. So I saw bad. that too. I saw that somebody was talking about <laughs> oh it on. on uh, I think it might be in the same in that same group or whatever. But they were like her wigs. Well, they actually <laughs> showed pictures from the first season and then pictures of the last season of her hair. And the first season, she was just on fleek, you know. She was like, per- it was perfect. Her hair was perfect. It was always beautiful, you know, coiffed, and it was healthy looking. But this season, it looks like she got her wig out of a fucking Cracker Jacks box or some shit. I mean, it is bad. It's like dry, and it's like so far back. She doesn't like. What's 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 her face was saying on the show? Um, her forehead looks huge. What was her name? What's what's the, the youngest girl's name? I can't remember her name. Um, oh, you talk about Ashley? Ashley, she said, talking about her hairline, she said, she had bitch better check her hairline. Oh, that's right. She didn't have a hairline, you know, because she's like, her her hairline is like in the middle of her fucking head. It is so bad. But but my point is, is like, as people are, you know, they're like, they're like speculating. Is she having money problems? Because she can't afford to maintain her wigs anymore. They're selling, they sold their house in Potomac for, to move to Great for, Falls. And let, let me add, they sold the house for much less than she wanted. Yes. That house was extremely dated. It needed so have, much work. It needed so much work. And that kitchen was horrible for its I that, mean that kitchen was <laughs> atrocious. Like it really was. I was like, do you really think and I mean she would brag about it like it was just like like I love my kitchen. You know, she's like, I love my kitchen. I'm like, whatever, bitch. You don't like that kitchen. You know you don't like that kitchen. Nobody likes that kitchen. I like my my apartment has more up to date shit than that <laughs> kitchen her kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the thing is, and the reason I, I would never, I don't care what somebody has. Like, if somebody has a shitty kitchen or a shitty house or a shitty car, I don't give a fuck. It does not mean a thing to me. The only right. reason it matters to me is because she's so pretentious and she's like, I'm the grand dame and I have all this money and I'm so wealthy and blah, 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 blah. She, if she really is all of those things, then why don't you fix your fuck, fucking kitchen, your, fix your fucking hair, 
and you know fix up your house. I and mean, then I don't like the fact that she went off on Ashley, where she was like, "Oh, because yes. Ashley said, oh, well, if you move, since you're moving yes. to Great Falls, you won't be the grand dame of Pot- Potomac, Potomac anymore." And she yeah. was like, she "Well, off. I'll take that up with the people who gave me that title." Oh, bitch, that's a title you made up yourself. Stop. Like she's the people who girl, gave it to me stop. exactly. <laughs> I you made up that title yourself. I, Karen. <laughs> Go sit down. I just, Go I just sit down. I just have had my fill with her because I find her to be fake. And also, oh, especially the scene where, the scene where she, uh, what's her name, Robin came to talk to her in the hotel room, and she's getting her hair done and stuff. And Robin came to talk to her, and she left, and she was talking behind her back off camera. Remember that? Yeah. And mm-hmm. the thing she said about hair, that motherfucker. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, that's her true colors right there. So she got, she got, she got real hood for a moment. She, well, that's the, the real her. That's She's like, y'all ain't gonna talk to me and expect me to roll over, motherfucker. Exactly. I was like, oh, like, <laughs> Karen, you really didn't let the true colors come out behind, you know? Okay. Anyway, I say what happened was she, her mic was still on. She didn't see the cameras, right? But that mic was still on, and that mic recorded that shit. Well, of course it did. If they can <laughs> record it, they will. <laughs> if they can record it they will because you know it makes good tv so anyway well um that's all for the show tonight everybody we will be back next week hopefully on thursday the 29th i think it is uh is this 22nd yeah it's already oh my god the months are almost over <clears throat> already almost uh 42 in a month oh my god it's going by so quickly anyway i will be back with jason we will be back next week if you want to follow us follow us <clears throat> excuse me sorry follow us on twitter facebook uh, um, I don't think we're on Instagram, but Twitter, Facebook, or Spreaker.com. We might be, we might be soon uh, or later. I don't know what the fuck we're going to post. But anyway, uh, follow us there. And also feel free to email us if you have a question or anything at uh, Donovan, since he doesn't ever use his. Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, at gayxyz.com. <clears throat> and I'm happy to answer any questions for you, any comments, or whatever you want to say to us. So... Thank you for listening to the show. Wait, I gotta give out my stuff too. Oh, I, I gave out our stuff. Oh, I'm you mean your personal stuff? Well, I have, okay. I have, yeah, I have, I have, I have an Instagram. Okay, yes, um, you do. You guys can follow me on Instagram. We'll come out with our own, you know, show Instagram at some point. Um, I have to get with Donovan. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna put on that, but okay. We'll talk about it <laughs> after the show. But um, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My name is Fire and Ice One Seven, which is F I R E A N E I C E One Seven. Fire and Ice One Seven. Fire and Ice. I don't know what the fuck Donovan's doing. I guess he's trying to give it, you know, special effects or some shit. I don't know. But that's where you can follow me. Yes, that's where you can follow. You can follow Jason. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next week. See this shade that he's throwing right now. Oh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week with more hot gay topics and more. So we hope to see you then. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. We love you all. Stay gay. Bye. Stay gay. Yeah. Earning your degree online doesn't have to be without the college experience. To find your purpose, it takes support from those around you. GCU's leadership offers over three decades of experience in delivering real-world degree programs online. GCU's online class size averages fewer than 17 students with full-time faculty. Integrate your education with your faith and Christian worldview. Welcome to the family. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University Online.